machine learning, I want to talk about the Beijing Road Initiative. The Beijing Road Initiative begins with agreement between China and Iran. The 25-year agreement is worth $1 trillion. And what the agreement is about is China wants to open trade with Central Asia. How will it open trade routes to Central Asia? It will use the port at Chadbura, Chadbura, and that's in, on the Indian Ocean on Iran. And they will bring products in by ship through the Indian Ocean. And then they will take those products and move them by rail through uh, Kakistan and Turkmenistan. And these routes will become commerce routes, just like the Silk Road, and bringing Chinese goods to Central Asia. Now, why would China do this? Why would they increase their trade relationships in Europe and neglect their trade relations that they have with the United States, which represent about $500 billion a year? They want to advance their military objectives to take Taiwan and secondly, to occupy India. Now, India doesn't want to be occupied. They've had a history of colonial occupation by the British Empire, and no one likes occupation, and especially India doesn't like it. But the tensions between India and Pakistan have increased. They won't escalate to nuclear, but they have had China's help with India has, has met, or with uh, Pakistan has met with Indian disapproval. So that will increase the pressure for China to extend its its influence into India uh, by military force. And that's been their objective is to take Central Asia. And India is a uh, has been a, a key uh, objective in their war planning. Well, now we look at Armageddon and the countries involved there, Turkey, Southern Russia, Iran, Iraq. Um, and these are the kind of these ancient names that are referenced in the Bible as countries that will engage in the confrontation in the Battle of Armageddon. But we don't necessarily see China listed in the countries. It says kings from the east, but I, I interpret that to be Iran. I've always wanted to believe it was China, but as I think about China's interests, they have no interest in, in the Middle East. They get their oil from Iran and from central... America and South America. So disruption between 
Iran and Saudi Arabia where hostilities could increase is not something that China wants to engage in. And so that would be Russia and countries of that nature, Turkey, involved in the war in the Middle East. Now, that entails, um, leaves China to take Taiwan, then make its move against India. Now, that's, the Ukraine war has not been good for India because they do not, the, Russia will not provide military hardware because they are diverting that hardware to Russia and to the Ukraine conflict. And so India will be without Russian support. The question then becomes how close of an ally is India with the United States? And considering the lack of participation in the engagement in Ukraine to stop the Russian aggression, it's doubtful that the U.S. would also uh, rush to send troops to assist India in the event of a Chinese invasion. And China would use large numbers, which they do. In the Himalayas, they have up to 100,000 men. They've been stationed there in freezing cold weather. They're showing the Indian that they can are stronger and more war-hardened, battle-hardened, and capable of pushing through these territories, into the territories, if ordered. Now, one of the other things that is a concern in the region is the BRI will increase the amount of money that is coming into Iran. And will they use that money to uh, per help radical groups? We've seen in the past how they've moved weapons through Syria and into Gaza. That will present a security risk to Israel, and Israel will respond. So the question would be, who would respond first? Would it be a push from the north into Israel in a provocation, retaliation by Israel back towards the north? Israel has showed great restraint, as advised by the U.S., not to initiate first strike. They had a three-pronged attack, which one attack coming from Turkey uh, into Iran, knocking out key nuclear bases, another coming up from the south, from Saudi Arabia, and a third coming from uh, Israel. So the three-pronged attack was believed to be an effective way to surgically knock out Iran's nuclear capabilities. The temptation with any nuclear weapon is to use it. And these weapons are so powerful that they will destroy civilizations and governments should they ever be used. So then 
the question would be what would be the warfare tactic. I think they would use missiles, long-range, short-range missiles, uh, conventional ground troop foot, feet, uh, boots on the ground, and air support. I know when t tensions were uh, getting stronger with Iran that they were posturing at the sea and in the uh, their air force. But it's questionable whether or not they could withstand American firepower, and I would say they probably couldn't. But they have a lot of technology, they're very resourceful people, and it would almost cause one to wonder why they would want to challenge the West. There's one thing to use challenges and threats through media and another to engage in an actual war. War is ugly, it's very costly, it destroys economies, it causes inflation, and it usually occurs during periods of high inflation. No one likes war. In the United States, we paid for war through our increase in our money supply, which has devalued our currency and made everything expensive. Inflation is that hidden tax caused by war. With over 30 years since Desert Storm, war has been extremely expensive, maybe $20 trillion, as I've stated before. So, in the Battle of Armageddon, China might not be there. And I think the kings of the East are Iran and Iraq, and not China. And for that reason, the Battle of Armageddon will not be have China as the aggressor. They'll be somewhere else fighting and expanding their military presence.